Welcome to the Heavy Hitters Podcast, helping ambitious fighters and coaches take their game to the next level by bridging the gap between strength and conditioning, performance science, and Muay Thai. And here is your host, Don Hedrick. In this episode, I'm going to take the opportunity to answer a question that was posted in the private coaching forum for the Heavy Hitters program. And this was, how would I modify the strength and conditioning side of training if there is little or no Muay Thai training going on because of lockdowns, which is what we're all exposed to right now. So I thought it'd be worthwhile just sharing this with everybody. I'll sketch out some visual representations to go with this for the video version of this podcast, but I will be describing what I'm talking about as well. So it will work just fine, even if you're on the audio version. So let's go into it. So a Muay Thai strength and conditioning program has three elements. It has the Muay Thai training part. It has the strength part, which is resistance training. So neuromuscular training, strength, power and speed development. And of course, all the movement and mobility aspects too. And then we also have the cardio conditioning energy systems part of the puzzle too. So that's the strength and the conditioning. And that overlaps with the Muay Thai too. So in our strength and conditioning program, we have Muay Thai sessions, we have strength training sessions, and we have cardio conditioning sessions. And although there is that overlap between all of them, they're designed to key into the aspects, the gaps that are left and not overlapped between the two all the time. And of course, at the moment, the Muay Thai side of this equation is a little light or maybe even non-existent, completely gone altogether. So we're left with the strength and conditioning part. So when it comes to the program, we've got to look at what is the Muay Thai giving us in terms of the overall program and how have I designed the strength and conditioning to plug and play with the Muay Thai and which bits are going to be left neglected. So the Muay Thai is predominantly technical skill and tactical applications of that. There is, of course, a degree of energy systems conditioning as well. When you're doing all your pad work, when you're doing finishes, when you're doing bodyweight exercises at the end of a session, there's a load of muscular endurance work going on and, and there's a load of threshold training in terms of the energy system predominantly. So part of the specific question that was posted in the forum was what happens if we're going hypothetically for three months before we can get back into the Muay Thai gym? And that's enough time to do a full phase of training. And when I say a phase of training, that's a block of predominantly strength, a block of predominantly power, and then a speed block on the end. That whole sequence back to back, given a full run, would take three months. So a month for each block. The question then was, if that complete phase is run with just the strength and conditioning without the Muay Thai added to it, firstly, is there a problem with that? And secondly, once there is access to the Muay Thai gyms again, would it be worth rerunning that whole phase two again of strength and conditioning, but with the Muay Thai added? Or would you go straight into the next level of strength and conditioning to phase three rather than repeating phase two with the Muay Thai? So I'm going to dig into that a little bit deeper now. So if we imagine a couple of axes on a graph with time stretching out along the bottom, which we're looking at that sort of three month period and, and beyond, and then the vertical axis is going to be performance, how well we're doing. And we can plot two independent lines on here. The first line we can plot is the Muay Thai performance, the Muay Thai technical and tactical skill. And to begin with, it'll just plateau. We're not getting any better. We're not getting a chance to train too much on that. And you will find that if you're not able to do much at home at all, you're going to detrain a little bit in terms of your technical and tactical performance. That's going to drop off a bit. And then once you're able to do a bit more at home, say shadow boxing or perhaps a bit of bag work, if you've got that opportunity, which will be the best thing you can do at home, you'll find an improvement in your performance again. And then as that stagnates, that'll plateau again and perhaps drop off. 
And you'll basically run through a little bit of a cycle where you're improving a little bit, detraining a little bit, and lots of plateaus going along because you haven't got that same chance for progression that you would have training at the Muay Thai gym with your training partners. So that performance is tied up with the technical and tactical side of things and the energy systems crossover that you'd be getting with threshold training and local muscular endurance. But we can also plot on this same timeline the strength and conditioning aspects, the athletic qualities. So in the program, we've got a strength block for the first four weeks, a power block for the next four weeks, and a speed block for the next four weeks. And we've got that sawtooth in performance, constantly overloading, reaching up higher as we're progressively programming that. And if we take a closer look at the training blocks themselves, we have that low week, medium week, high week, and deload. And then we break down those weeks into the, the days of the week. So we've got the Monday through to Sunday. And then in the program, I typically split that into morning and evening or afternoon training sessions as well. And my standard template uses two whole body strength training sessions, resistance training sessions, and three cardio conditioning sessions. And then the afternoons tend to be filled with as much Muay Thai training as you can get your hands on. That at the moment is just something we haven't got access to. So we're going to assume little or no Muay Thai training in the afternoons or evenings, which means we can focus on the progress of those athletic qualities, the strength, power, and speed, and the conditioning. So with less demand for Muay Thai training, we can actually increase the demand for the strength training. So rather than the two strength training sessions, we're going to up that to three strength training sessions, just making sure they're not on consecutive days. So we've got a day doing something else in between so that that neuromuscular fatigue recovers and you maintain progress. And the standard structure for the strength training has two different routines working all of the movement patterns that we should be covering. So if we call those session A and session B, if you're doing three sessions a week, we're going to alternate which session you're doing. So rather than just being A and just being B each week, we're now going to work session A, session B, session A again. So in that first week, the low week, you're going to run through session A twice and session B once at that low intensity. The following week, the three sessions, we continue the alternation. So we finished the first week on session A. So now we go session B, session A, session B. So in the medium week, we've got two lots of session B and one lot of session A, but all run at that medium intensity. And then high week, we keep alternating again. So we go A, B, A again. So the whole time, it's just going to run through session A, session B, session A, session B. But we've just got an uneven mix in the number of sessions, which means one week will double up on session A's and the next week will double up on session B's. So you're going to plug in there the three cardio conditioning sessions that we normally have. And you can add extra cardio sessions in the afternoon or evening to replace the Muay Thai sessions if you choose to. You just make sure that they're more sort of uh, threshold training sessions. So running it around your anaerobic threshold, for example, or spinning bike or rowers or whatever, doing intervals for almost simulating like pad rounds. But don't neglect the technical and tactical side if you've got that option. So shadow boxing, really using role play, imagination on that, and a punch bag if you've got it, an excellent tool for working while you're training solo. So that's generally a bit of an overview if we're looking to switch things up and shift the emphasis to really work on the strength and conditioning side of the puzzle, the athletic qualities, when we're more limited on the Muay Thai side. And it means you're capable of being more powerful, faster and more relentless when you do go back to your Muay Thai training again, even if the technical side has gone a little bit rusty. But you'll soon get that back once you start mixing with your training partners again. 
And when it comes to which training phase I'd recommend, if you've already run through a complete phase two of athletic progression, because the athletic progression has been run independently of the Muay Thai, rather than running the phase two again, but with Muay Thai added, because we've maintained progression with the athletic qualities, we can afford to go to phase three with the athletic side of things and progress that in terms of strength, power and speed and actually push the conditioning levels up higher as well. So overall, be flexible with your approach to training. See how the Muay Thai and the strength and conditioning, the athletic training can be independent and where the overlaps are. Dial in some extra resistance training sessions. If you've got access to that, it's a real big opportunity to maximize the athletic performance side of the puzzle and do as much as you can to maintain the technical and tactical Muay Thai training as well. And if you've got a punch bag, that is brilliant. That's a really good tool without a training partner to get as much as you can do in isolation solo training. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe and share with someone else it could help too. Please give the podcast a review or comment below. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can visit heatrick.com for more Muay Thai performance podcasts, videos, articles and guides. Catch you next time.